0: Welcome to the first Change Grow Live Coventry official podcast. I'm Molly, the Community Development Lead here at Change Grow Live. You'll see me in groups, networking with other organisations, and posting on social media. It's my job to gather any resources together to help the service users in Coventry get the most out of their recovery. This podcast is all about wellbeing, so we will share stories from our service users to inspire others into thinking about making some changes, we'll share services that our partners are offering, and we'll also give you tips to keep yourself safe, keep motivated and get and stay mindful. We will also include updates about our service along the way. So to get us started, our volunteer coordinator Chris spoke to a service user called Craig, a former army veteran, about his life and his recovery. He told Chris about when he first got involved in the service.
1: Five years ago I moved over from Birmingham to Coventry. Um, I had had alcohol issues and I was struggling. Uh, I had an opportunity to move into a dry house, like a safe environment, um, something that I hadn't had before Um, and it was away from all the old kind of people that I was associating with and uh, I just grabbed onto it and I came over, and then I did a few groups there, um, met the people, started going to the recovery uh, community. I understood that I needed a purpose really, I couldn't sit twiddling my thumbs, else I was going to drink again. So uh, I thought education, because I had no qualifications. So I went and did a year doing maths and English GCSE Um, and I did quite well on that and found out I had a brain (laughs) and then then I went on to do an access to university course in uh, social sciences which was the greatest thing that I've ever done it was so good I learnt so much and and had such a good time uh, on that course Uh, which was a really weird time, actually, because at the start of course I found my father dead, so I had this grief, and I had uh, I had this great kind of I suppose distraction. I threw myself into that um, to to get the best grades that I could to have a pick of the universities that I wanted to go to, um, and I did really well and. Managed to get into a couple of universities and I uh, picked Coventry um, and started on a social work um, BA, okay. social work. Uh, and did a year. Okay. Um, but hadn't dealt with the grief of my dad. Okay,
0: so did, yeah. did that start to kick in? Did that? Yeah. Was that kind of looming in the background and came up to the, the yeah. forefront?
1: Yeah. I think what happened is um, I didn't quite, I didn't really, um, I, didn't, I didn't know what was going on, yeah. because, because I drank um, when I left the army, I, I had no understanding of emotion, emotions, yes. uh, of, um, of anything uh, that was going on inside me, I couldn't name an emotion, sure. I just knew it was either bad or good. Kind of. So I, um, I, I kind of sailed through and then when university stopped and I had nothing to do, um, it just hit me like a... Kicked in. Yeah.
0: Did you, did you drink to deal with the pain?
1: Yeah, I ended up relapsing. Okay. First, cigarettes, because <laughs> yeah. I'd give up cigarettes as well. Oh, as had I had you? Like. Oh, said so, okay, <laughs> fair play, fair play. First, cigarettes yeah. and alcohol. So, cigarettes, and I still don't smoke now. Okay, I'll, I'll well, stop well. again because it's a red flag for me. If I'm looking for a cigarette, I'm looking to change the way that I'm feeling it. Yeah. And if I'm looking to change the way that I'm feeling, then there's yeah. something wrong. So. Okay.
0: You say you lapsed. Makes, yeah. makes, makes sense. I, yeah. I completely get that. At what point did you think, hold on a minute, this is, this is going nowhere?
1: Almost straight away. Um, because uh, it opened up the floodgates for me um, of guilt, yeah. shame. And remorse, and uh, and I'd I'd met my partner that I'm getting married to now, and right. I was living with her, okay. and I wasn't emotionally available anymore, yeah. um, and I turned into a selfish child again. And she pointed it out, so I thought the best thing for me would be to disappear and end my life. I, I, I went missing for five days, lived rough, and. And that's when the army and everybody got involved, and I kind of got saved. I ended up in hospital, and ended up a brief, a brief stay at rehab. Okay, Some So So you, you were
0: you were admitted to hospital, yeah? Detoxed, you, yeah. Lot of chat, a lot of support, and yeah. then you went out. In, did, is that when you went to the supported housing? Is that when you No, that you? I'd
1: I'd left the supported housing by that point because I had four years of uh, of content. Sobriety. I'd, I was. I was. I'd, I'd left that okay. support network as I'd moved on to university and all okay. sort of stuff. But um, emotionally, I was still very naive uh, and hadn't dealt with stuff that I needed to deal with. Okay. Um, so yeah. So that's what led to that. And then um, rehab, other services getting involved, um, and me being open to that open and honest about what was going on um, slowly led to being quite happy again and content. Excellent.
0: Which parts of the sort of engagement with people and experts or or people that have understood your situation, people that have been there themselves that were in active recovery, what kind of, was there any moment when the penny dropped or was there any particular point when you thought, oh, hold on a minute, I've got something I can get hold of it.
1: Yeah, I think as soon as I was found, really? I realized that I wasn't alone, yeah. and, it, and it wasn't just me that suffered with stuff like this. And yeah. there, there were people that were there, and I didn't realize just how many people actually loved me. They really cared. Absolutely, um, yeah. And uh, And then I, I realized also that, um, I think the opposite to, to being drunk yeah. It might be surprising for, for me. It's connection. It is Taste. connection with people, Taste. and that's what I did. What I wasn't doing while I was drinking because the the drink had be, become my uh, my friend and my enemy and yeah. my everything. Yeah. And um, yeah, so when I started connecting with people again and, and talking, as simple as it sounds, yeah talking, um, I I. Start to see hope from 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 being hopeless to hope. That's all you need, just little bit of hope. Absolutely, and you start to feel better. Oh yeah, straight away. What
0: would be your message to anybody out there that you know is kind of still struggling or using or drinking on pain or is still in in a bit of a
1: mess? Um, firstly, I would say that if it works, if if I can stop and other people can stop, why not you? Why not you? What makes... Because what I thought to myself was what what made me so special and different that I couldn't stop like other people had and have a life again. And, um, and, and I found so much in, in common with the people that had uh, been in recovery for a while and who had the time and willingness to share and to support me. Um, so it's there. It just is. It's just about grabbing hold of you. Isn't it? Like, like you're drowning, like grabbing onto a life preserver as a drowning man, grab onto it. And uh, how are you feeling today? I am off to the gym in a bit. I'm getting married next year. We're going back to university. Fantastic. Um, I'm, I've just finished an intensive uh, bout of um, psychotherapy and counselling to deal with all the emotional issues that I wasn't dealing with. And that's been a, a journey. Um, and I'm just going back into doing some more of that, uh, to deal with other stuff. So, yeah, it's just like brick upon brick upon brick and that's right. trying to build it up and, uh, and realizing that on the gloomy bad days, that, um, they'll pass. So good ones, but that's they'll right. pass. That's right. But, but um, I, I have to feel like that to, Appreciate the good as well, so absolutely both for a blessing, yeah, absolutely. And I'm it fine. is, and, and it No, you've, you've, you're making
0: some really valid points and some powerful observations. That often you can't see the wood for the trees, yeah. uh, and it's the, the, that, 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 that sort of place of sanctuary that alcohol or drugs or whatever you choose to use once gave you that kind of warm, protected, yeah place where you felt safe is actually the worst place you can ever be because as you each time that you retreat back to that kind of oh i've done this before i'll do it again you just it's like you're stunting your development but it's really interesting to hear you um you know express yourself in this way because i think for a lot of people the hardest part is understanding that there's something else after this yeah and how do you feel about the support that you're receiving from from CDL at the moment? Yeah, what, what what does that yeah, look like? I, that,
1: I know that I can always phone my my, my support worker, like Ant. I can always phone him and he, and he's there, Do you know, he's got the time for me and uh, and there are options. So I'm not on my own, um I don't uh, necessarily have to be bored I can engage in groups, I can do um, stuff um, but it's about, I really believe it's about choosing the path that's best for you as well, some people do different things to me and that's their kind of recovery, that's that's what they're doing um, but I'm quite happy at the moment you know. i kind of found like a pattern and that pattern of change. Yeah. but um, i found a pattern of a stuff that kind of works for me um and if i'm ever struggling or in trouble or i'm not scared of bringing a parent and say i'm having a tough a tough time yeah and then he'll talk me through that absolutely so that is so valuable no it's great yeah and, and, it, and it is
0: like you say, it, it's okay to not be okay sometimes Yeah. yeah. Um, that's how we get better yeah that's how, it, and it's good to hear that you know, Anthony's able to offer that support yeah, to you. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's a connection. It's part of this vast array of other stuff that you yeah. that you're doing, and uh, you're obviously doing really, really well, which is fantastic yeah. to hear. Have you have you had many setbacks
1: in your journey? Yeah, kind of like not like picking up, but kind of emotional kind of stuff. So I'll be like depressed for a few days. And there'll be no rhyme and reason for that, it will just come. Um, but I've kind of worked with my partner that when that happens, um, I call it battling down the hatches. i kind of retreat in, into my house and kind of get through it as best I can. Um, but what I've done, because that happened a couple of weeks ago, quite, quite it was a real hunting. <laughs> I had about five days of it and after the third day, my partner, she said, um, she said, I think we need to call somebody because, you know, this doesn't seem like it's passing. I said, oh, it, it will pass. But when I kind of recovered from that, I, uh, I started making a book. I got this book for my birthday. It's like a diary with inspirational quotes on each page. But I wrote down all the things that keep me well. So all the positive things that my mind tells me um, that I can't think of when I'm... Really depressed. I wrote them all in this book, so that when I get into that position again, I can go to the book and read that. You know, this is going to pass. Um, Have you tried it since? Has it kind of has it happened since? No, it's not it? happened. It's not happened yet. So <laughs> I'm still I'm hanging on for that. Keep us updated. <laughs> 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 Let us know yeah. how effective it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I had to. My, it was my my partner's mother who said to me actually. Um, you need to put a safe into that, because you might forget about the book as well. So, um, so my partner said she'll stick it under my nose, stop it from depressed, which I don't know how I'm going to react to that yet, but Yeah. You know, so. Have you got any other tips that you'd give to someone that's like just starting out now in their recovery? Um, just be, just talk, just talk, just talk, just connect with people as much as you can and find the people that suit you, cause everybody's not everybody's cup of tea do you know what I mean you'll you'll find people that you'll you'll really get on with and who understand and who'll give you that time Um, it's just about feeling your way through and and it's okay to make mistakes you know because we all do and um, we'll be human if we didn't Um, but it's okay it's about how you react to that not beating yourself up too much because I'm my worst enemy at times it's my mind that beats me up um, other people can say stuff to me and I can bat it off, but that inner voice, is, uh, it's crippling at times. So it's just about trying to be kind to yourself as well.
0: How have you found recovery throughout lockdown?
1: Um, I thought I was going to really struggle, um, but luckily just before we locked down, I had bought myself a mountain bike. Uh, that saved me some days. Um, I just got out on my bike for a few hours literally do miles and then come back and I've you know I've released all these endorphins and whatever and I'm tired and I feel like I've done something so um, it helps with difficult situations i I found physical exercise really important actually um, so I'm off to the gym after this so I've also started doing uh, Qi Gong like Tai Chi stuff for meditation kind of stuff because that really helps me as well. But yeah, it's just about finding which. which, which
0: How right. do you do that? Do you do it like on
1: YouTube? Or I do uh, There's some on YouTube, um, uh, but I did a, like a free trial uh, and then you can pay for the classes each month, like a gym membership. Um, and then you can just access the classes as and when you need to do them. Um, you can do it for 20 minutes or for an hour. Um, I'm doing 20 minutes at the moment because an hour is kind of a long time for me, not like physically. Not that fit yet, but I'm trying. Nothing. Um, small steps, I think, really. Yeah. But yeah, just, just stuff. But I thought I was going to struggle with my relationship being like that, with my partner, um, with the dog, <laughs> with, you know, I just thought because I live in a small flat. But we've sat down and talked about stuff. So, um, and I've got out on my bike yeah, and walked the dog. So. And I got a job, yeah, got a job for a couple of days a week and that really helped.
0: You know, having the dog and going out on your bike and just understanding what differences these things make. I mean, I can remember back to my, the, the dark, dark days yeah. many years ago and listening to people in groups or in rooms yeah. that got better yeah. and thinking, well, how the hell do I get there? Yeah. How do do I do that? I can't, you know, I've been out for a walk. I feel terrible when I come back. Connect, talk, communicate. It's okay to feel terrible. It's okay to become emotional or break down when you're having these connections with people. We've all done it. We've all been there. But you, you know, you do get better. I mean, you know, look at where you are today. It's fantastic.
1: It's a real, real inspiration. I think the other thing that i struggled with letting myself cry yeah because as a man and as an ex-soldier and all that stuff i did not or i could not show like my emotional vulnerability yes i just didn't know how to do it I would turn it into anger yeah and it wasn't anger i was really like upset and sad yes um and my partner she's she's helped me so much with that yeah um, I'm a therapist and, um, and and yeah I have moments I just I just cry but it's it's actually healthy yeah it's what we' so we're,
0: much better, better absolutely after you. it's what we're designed to do that's yeah. the thing whether you know whether you're a, a, a great big hulk of a guy yeah. or, or it doesn't matter and I think I think that one of the big problems <laughs> although it, we are getting better at this is the stigma around things like, oh just man up? Yeah. What that what the hell does that mean? Yeah. I mean, you know, often it's not appropriate. Telling people to man up when they're suffering mm-hmm. is one of the most destructive things you can do. There is no shame in it. No. There shouldn't be stigma associated with it. It's not a sign of masculinity to be able to bottle it up and get on with it and you know put on a brave face. It's actually quite destructive and unhealthy. Um, But I think that the more people like you, and the more we have conversations like this, get this out there. And you see seeing now, there's more and more talk around mental health and mental wellbeing. And it's okay, I keep saying it's okay to to not be okay. You know, there's no stigma in There shouldn't be any stigma attached to a man expressing himself emotionally. I mean, you know, if you hurt, you hurt. Yeah. But I think it's great that, it's great that you recognise it. It's brilliant. Why, why would people be ashamed by that? Yeah. I think I think it takes bigger balls, for want yeah. of a better word, yeah. to to actually be able to express yourself in that way, yeah, and uh, th- then bottle it all up, yeah. like you said, because it comes out in anger. Yeah. People start people start getting hurt.
1: Yeah. No. It does. Good, good point. Really good point. Yeah, I think uh, that. I struggled with it at first, and like you say, it was one of the bravest things that I did actually. Yeah, it is. I like showing my emotion in the appropriate way. Um, having the right emotion for the right place as well, because I was all over the place when I was drinking. Yeah, of course we yeah. are. So now it's, it's it, it just feels better afterwards. I feel like I've released something, I'm not carrying it around anymore. Yeah. You know, you still, uh, funny thing, I, like, somebody said to me, "You have you got taller?" And I said, uh, I said, no, you yeah, I'm not forty six, I ain't growing. You know I mean? <laughs> and he said, no, no, you've got to all you've got to all. And another yeah. person said he. Yeah. And then the first person came back to me and he said, uh, I don't know what's happened. He said, for the first time, you've picked your head up and you look in me in the eye. I yeah. still all right like that. Yeah. He had done. I've i lived, never knew, years, years of doing it. I never knew as soon as I started doing a little bit of work on myself and uh, I picked my head up looked people in the eye and and it looked like I got to all that. But isn't
0: isn't it amazing or remarkable that somebody had to point that out to you? Yeah. It's unbelievable to think that a guy of your age in his 40s had spent years not even recognising it. But this this is the beauty of recovery. Yeah. Yeah, spiritually, you come back to life. You do. It switches back on. It's unavoidable. If if your recovery is good and you stick at it, this is what happens.